<sighs> I'm bored. Hey, you guys feel like doing a podcast? Maybe. I don't know. What are we going to call it? Man, I don't know. There's there's a lot of EO podcasts already, man. You sure about this? Troy, Alden, come on, let's do it. Hey, what about VO Junkies? No way, man. Stepping on toes there. Okay, wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. How about uh, VO Three-Way? VO what? Yeah, sounds better in my head. You think? People are just going to say, I can't believe it's another VO podcast. That's it. It's, it's another, another VO, VO podcast. podcast. Believe it or not, it's another VO podcast. With three guys who are full-time voice actors at different stages of life, career, and location. But they have formed a bond and work together to hold each other accountable and help each other on their VO path. Three guys from different backgrounds working together, helping each other, and sharing with you along the way. Hey, what are we calling it again? It's, it's another, another VO, VO podcast. podcast. Okay, okay, guys. Sorry, I get it. Come on, you're not my dad's. Well, welcome back, or welcome the first time, or whatever you'd like to do if you listen to the trailer. This is the, really, it's another VO podcast? Really? I mean, my gosh, there's, what, 40, 50 of them out there, and everybody's talking about the same stuff. Well, I want to introduce you to a couple of folks that that are going to be on here um, regularly. This is a podcast of three. Uh, first off, it's uh, Alden Schoenberg, and Alden's up in the Kansas City area, and Jake Sanders is in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Hey, Alden. Hello. Man, what's going on? Staying busy, man. That's good. Book, That's booking, a good booking thing. Booking new clients and marketing myself and trying to get things done. The grind. The yes. video grind. That is what we do. Um, tell everybody a little bit about your uh, your your background, and I, I know I mentioned in the Kansas City area, but tell them how you landed there and how you landed in VO. Well, I'm originally from Missouri and have stayed in the Midwest all of my life. Uh, we didn't want to move too far away from family. We've got family here. I started voiceover before we moved. Uh, we found out that my father-in-law had Parkinson's disease and we wanted to be closer to family. I had been already watching VO voiceover YouTube videos and all kinds of stuff like that for the last several years and it relit a flame in me of a desire to do voiceover, listening to the radio and thinking, man, I can do that. Why, why can't I do that? I should, that guy's terrible. I, would, I could do that better. You know, we've mm -hmm. all had those thoughts, right? Yes. And so knowing we wanted to be closer to family, I started my business <clears throat> as a side hustle. I was already in a full-time job and I started doing voiceover on some of the small, you know, sites where I could just kind of test my metal, see, see if I could do what I thought I could do. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and it was great. And then I started seeking out some coaching and then the pandemic hit and shut everything down. Well, we stuck with our plans to move. Uh, so about a year after I'd started voiceover, we moved. And I was able to stay in my job just a little bit longer than that because we were all working from home anyway. So <clears throat> I did that and uh, got into some of the Facebook groups and started learning more of finding what, what I didn't know. And what I didn't know was could fill volumes, right? Um, there's still a lot I don't know about voiceover, but <clears throat> anyway, we moved and I went full time, probably way earlier than I should. And as a result of that, I needed these friendships to help me grow 
and spur me on to be the voiceover that I knew I could be. Amen. Amen. Cool story. Um, uh, yeah, getting into um, getting in full time sooner than you meant to. All right. That's we got that in common for sure, because <laughs> my, my plan was to work my job until I could, um, you know, like 62, maybe. And then I had, oh, I could pull some Social Security if I need to, if this doesn't yeah. work. But uh, yeah, COVID caused a lot of things to go slow and it caused some things to go fast. Jake Sanders. Jake, yes, what's sir. going on, man? Oh, not a whole lot, man. Just kind of, you know, doing the same things Alden are doing and I'm sure you're doing too, you know, auditioning, uh, doing marketing, uh, just putting myself out there uh, best I can. Maybe I could probably do more, but, you know, uh, that's going to come as the time rolls on. But uh, right. yeah, I also started uh, doing voiceovers right before COVID, really. Um, I'd always kind of been interested in voiceovers because I, I I come from a background of theater. And then I did have 10 years where I was auditioning for uh, film and television stuff with an agent uh, in, in the Dallas area. And I had a little bit of success there, very minor stuff, nothing that was like on TV or anything like that. But I've always felt that my voice is strong. I come from choir and show choir, so I can sing, but I've always had fun making sound effects and, and doing voices and whatnot, which I know we can get into later, but voiceover isn't always about just, you can do a silly voice, so you should do voiceovers. But anyway, <laughs> I felt like I was particularly good at it. But in, in 2019, I, you know, my girlfriend at the time, she pushed me to like, you know, why don't you talk to your friend who offered to make you that scratch demo and just see if you can get yourself started. So that's kind of what I did. He, I went to his house, we sat in his living room of all places and we recorded like five or six scripts and he put together a scratch demo for me. Um, and, and then in February of uh, 2020, I decided to go ahead and get a premium account on uh, voices.com and uh, made myself a profile, put my little scratch demo up there and just started auditioning for jobs. And two weeks later, I think, I think the date was actually like February 27th or 28th, like last day of February, I booked a, a website video for a, a local ISD, an independent school district, and uh, just went from there. Like I continued to just book throughout the year. I think I hit, um, I think I hit 40 jobs my first year of 2020 while working a day job. I was a, an account manager at a private jet company. And I did like that job uh, for the time uh, that I was there. I enjoyed, I particularly enjoyed the people I worked with. But uh, unfortunately, I think the people that were running that company kind of like killed the morale slowly over the course of the eight years I was there. Oh, so people don't do that. What are you talking about? <laughs> I know, about? I know. It's, it's a that rare thing. never happened. Mismanagement, don't I care know. about the people. I was oh one of those boy. rare cases where that happened anyway. Uh, but no, seriously though, they, uh, I, I felt, you know, back, so back in 2021, I was just like more, my, my mental, you know, I was mentally exhausted, you know, and, you know, I would get off work and while they did allow me to work from home because of the pandemic and they continue to let us do that for the continuing years, I would just get off work and be drained. And my girlfriend looked at me one day and she was just like, just quit. Like you got this voiceover thing, just try that, see what you can do with that. And so I said, okay. And that's what I did. I quit. And, um, I've been doing voiceover and again, like you too, I probably, uh, got, went full time a little too early, but you know, if you don't do it, when are you going to do it kind of thing? And mm -hmm. unfortunately it probably took me a little too long to realize that I needed to start marketing myself too. So at the end of 2022 is when I start. I bought into a marketing course and started learning how to uh, market myself and certain strategies and put myself out there. And that's what I've been doing since. I mean, I still get auditions. Uh, you know, I do have three agents now. I've gained three agents uh, since I started in 2020. 
Um, always trying to look for more if possible. But yeah, I, I, I've increased my streams of opportunity is what I call them. And I'm just uh, chugging along like everybody else in this gig. And um, I have found that being a part of an accountability group or just finding the people in VO you can connect with really helps you feel better about your journey when you're, especially when you're having those down slopes. And that's mm-hmm. something I didn't do literally until this year was get more involved with the VO community. I was kind of yeah. just like on the outside looking in, but it wasn't for lack of feeling left out. It was more so just like, do I really want to jump in? And then I kind of realized we're not competition, we're colleagues, right? So we, we need to be there for each other. And that's, and I think that's what we wanted to talk about today was just accountability and accountability groups and their benefit and how it helps us kind of cope with some of the downsides in this industry. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. We're going to dig fairly deep into that today. And and the reason we're going to dig into it is because this podcast revolves around what we're doing. Now, we're not giving away big industry secrets or anything, but things that can help you both in your your business side and and even in your mental health state, because it's really important to have all of that going. When you look at VO and you're, you're looking at your streams of income, you've got to grow a community. You've got to get education. You're constantly looking at growth. There's so much going on. But what you'll find yourself doing if you're not careful and you don't have an accountability group is you will come in in the morning. And let's just say this is my routine. You know, here, this is no secret to give away. A lot of people do this. They hit the booth early because if we're on certain levels of these uh, platforms, we're seeing the auditions a little later than maybe the platinum or the higher paying tiers. So I want to be in here as early as I can to get in in that second group that's going to get in to have a chance. And I book, you know, decently that way. I, I would love to pay for a higher tier. But when I'm done with that, let's say it's 930 and there's no work in my inbox. Sometimes there's not anything. Some days I've got six jobs to do. But what if there's no work in the inbox? What am I going to do? All right, well, let me jump on Facebook and let me do this and let me let me see what's happening on TikTok. And next thing you know, it's three o'clock in the afternoon and you haven't done a freaking thing, right? Right. So what we have done as a group of three, we're holding each other accountable all day, every day, pretty much. I mean, mm-hmm. we're in constant communication during the day, you know, through a, a private messenger group that we're hey, man, what are you doing? Are you seeing any auditions? How many emails have you sent? We're just, you know, agging each other on. And I think that's highly important. If you work in an office environment, somebody's holding you accountable. Boss, supervisor, group leader, whatever. Even if you work on a factory floor, the freaking machine's holding you accountable. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not making your 82 an hour and there's a red light going off. Somebody's going to come around and talk about it. But in voiceover, as we sit in the booth, you don't have to do anything if you don't want to, right? right? So accountability is is highly important. Um, I won't go into my story because a lot of people should should know it if you're jumping over to this podcast from the other one. But uh, it's kind of like you know I'm grandpa and and uh, Alden's dad and Jake is the son, and and there are differences in our ages and in our voices, and that's, that's why true. I think it's it's neat that we've got all this total disparity in how we're doing some things, but how it all comes together. And that just shows you how in voiceover, you can be this, that, or the other, but it doesn't mean you can't link up with some other people and really get a lot of good from it because I'll never book what Jake books. There's no way, you know, but that doesn't mean we can't help each other stay on track 
and get those bookings. And it's the same way. Well, I'm not going to say that with Alden because there's there's things that he and I do sort of compete for. A little crossover. Uh, yeah. And he's whipping my butt right now in automotive. And but <laughs> you know what that's doing? That has inspired me to, I need to get off my, I need to really get after my marketing harder. I've got to do something because I need a couple of new connections because maybe some of my old ones fell off. But it's inspiring to see either one of you succeed because that inspires me to keep going and keep doing more. You know, your wins to me are my wins. It feels great. It's always like good to know when someone books something, like when you know someone who books something, especially if you've seen the job out there, whether you audition for it or not. You know what I mean? Like we've, we've gone back and forth about like, hey, did you see this gig out there today? Yeah, I did. I auditioned for it. And uh, I don't know if we've come across a gig yet that we've all auditioned for or maybe one or two of us have that the other got, but we're always interested in who's booking what like that's that and like you said like our, your wins are our wins just because it's exciting right like mm-hmm. i think you shared a you shared alden you shared that auto spot with us the other day and while i don't think any of us are going to see it because it's you know more local but just hearing it in general i looked at my girlfriend and said this is alden <laughs> you know and so <laughs> yeah. She, yeah while i'm playing yeah. it, she was like that's cool you know so yeah yeah fantastic that yeah. that one that one was cool to me because i used to live down there and i knew the dealership you know years oh. and years ago and that was kind of neat to see it was a cool one to work on by the way, Troy, I will say that um, even before we formed our little group, we were messaging each other back and forth. Being in your Facebook group and seeing how you were approaching the grind, how you were going hard at it every single day, mm-hmm. that, that pushed me back because I knew I, I couldn't look in myself at the mirror, in the mirror and say that I was doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. I was taking it way too easy. I was... Yeah. I would send my 50 marketing emails a day or a hundred in a day and say, okay, well, why is nobody contacting me? And, and it, it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. I had to, I had to get in the booth and, and even if I didn't have any work to do practice, I had to, you know, we're talking about practice, (laughs) right? I had to get better at, and I had to take my, I had to take it seriously. It wasn't just going to happen. And I, and I saw that in you. And that inspired me. Well, thanks. I appreciate that. I, I, I try, I've tried to be through these last few years as transparent as possible to the point, you know, like I, I'm not going to give away coaches secrets that other coaches have given me, but I will sure tell you, yes, he can help you or yes, she can help you. And you'll see a difference if you use this person. And then I would also be very privately honest in saying, yeah, I took a session with them, but I just didn't get a lot out of it. You know, it didn't, it, maybe it's okay for you, but I didn't get much out of it, you know, and, and I'll just be open and honest about that. Um, and, and the hustle and the grind is something you have to learn. There could be 30 of us in an accountability group, and I'll almost bet you 25 different stories and how they got from how I started to how I hit my, I'm doing okay. And I was part-time and how I got to full-time. And then I started making good money. The only similarity I see is somewhere in between year three and year five, things really, really hit. They, because by then you should be knowledgeable. You should be up to speed. You should be coached up. You should have good demos. So between that year three and five, if you're out there marketing and doing what you should be doing, you should take off. That's just, and that's just an opinion though. Right. But to add to that too, I mean, like 
it's funny you say that, you know, between you should see some kind of change or uptick or or just some kind of acknowledgement of where you're at between three and five. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm in my fourth year of doing voiceover just in general, like for, pay, you know, for money being paid to do so. But I'm really in my first year of like running that business. So in a sense, it's yep. like I've started over. I mean, yeah, I've got right. the voiceover experience and whatnot. And I mean, there's always room for improvement with coaching and everything like that. But as far as doing a voiceover business, that's really where the accountability stuff has helped me too, because mm-hmm. you guys have already been kind of, you know, I know I talked to you a lot, Troy, about, you know, you, how you had done some email campaigns and whatnot. And I've taken some stuff that you've talked about there and kind of applied it to certain things that I've done too. And that's where I feel like I need the most help. I mean, I definitely want to get more coaching when it comes to my voice, vocal performance and whatnot, but the business side of it is something that is very new to me. And in that sense, it's like, like I said, I'm, I'm more so back in year one versus, you know, in my fourth mm-hmm. year of mm-hmm. voiceover. Right. Right. And that's a very fair assessment because you'll hear a lot of people talk about treat it as a business first. Right. And you're you're now in the past six months, eight months or whatever, treating it as a business. So, yeah, yeah we'll give you a do over. Oh, that thanks. Part. There you go. <laughs> thanks, Tom. So you yep. got the marketing department. That means training is your product development, right? Right. You're mm-hmm. right. Getting yeah. and, better at your craft. You're because that's what you're selling. We're selling us. We're selling our talent. We're selling our ability to do something with a script that nobody else can do. Right. You're solving a problem. Providing a service. Yeah. Yep. Solving a problem. Absolutely. Solving providing a, problem. a service. Absolutely. Right. And then with that service, you got also got to take that, you know, role <laughs> of basically an account manager, right? Like every client is an account, yep. new account. How do you treat your accounts? How do you know? Are they just are they just a dollar sign to you or are they and I think that's what people miss. And we'll get into this in later episodes, I'm sure. But it's like pe- clients, accounts, they're still people. They didn't want to be treated as such. And I think when you're in these groups like we are, like it's fun to pick up tips to be more human. One of the, thing, right. one of the first things Troy told me when he and I first started talking was like, you know, when you're reaching out to people, if someone ever gives you a warm response, maybe throw in something about, you know, Hey, would you want to connect for a quick five minute Zoom call just to get to know you real quick? Maybe hear a little bit more about what you do. I mean, just small things like that sets you apart from a lot of yeah. people that are just doing the same generic thing over and over, right? Yeah, well, it's pers- so weird. Personal yeah. connect. It, it yeah. is because it's so weird in, in our business where we work remotely, we don't see people, but we have a new client. We need to picture like they're walking in the door, walking the front door of our storefront, you know, mentally, right? Mm-hmm. And how would we greet them? How would we treat them? That's a part of that's a part of how we sell our business. Right. Right. That's exactly. Good. I like that. Uh, let's uh, let's get into a little more meat and potatoes on the accountability and accountability group. And one of the questions that are that uh, that I would have if I were saying, well, gosh, I, I really should have get this going. How do I do this? How do I go choose a person or or people? How many do I need to form this accountability group? What? You know, I don't really remember how we ended up, you know, saying <laughs> us three were going to do this because I had worked with a couple of other people and I still we still message each other. But when we first started, we were all in the same platform, the same groups. We were at the same level. Yeah. And then we started expanding and going our own ways. We still communicate and we still talk. But this type of accountability group to where we're saying, what do you think of this? And what do you think of that? We were doing that back then as, and with those two folks, but you know, how did, how do we end up here and how do people go find a good accountability partner? 
Man, that's tough to say. I th- well, first of all, always try to be kind and 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 helpful when and if you can, right? Like, I mean, you're not always going to have all the answers, but you never know when someone has a question that you just might know the answer to. Now, kindness goes a long way, right? Like, it 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 costs nothing to be kind. And when you're kind to others, it seems to make its way back to you. And I'm not saying everyone you're going to be kind to is going to be like, oh, great, you're kind. Jump in our you know group or whatever. But I literally just started doing random things. Like I think I started participating in your VO Life uh, uh, mock auditions, and that got me talking to you guys just about random stuff. And then eventually it was like, hey, we're doing this group on Monday. Would you want to come in and, and just kind of see what it's all about? And then just, you know, yeah, I have time to do that. Like make, make some time. I'm not, you know, your business should come first, obviously, but I mean, an hour a week, what's that? You know, like you've got an hour a week to just sit in a group. If it's not for you, it's not for you, but it's like, it's like the lunch, it's like the lunch table at school kind of thing, right? Like you got mm-hmm. your friends outside of school, you got your friends in certain classes, but when you're at lunch, you know, you got the people you sit and have lunch with and you end up talking to those guys every day, you know? And, right. and and that's right. where you take that time to just talk about what's all what's going on, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, yeah sorry, and, you had something to add. And to make that. sure that it's something that's sharpening your axe, because yeah. we we are going to spend this hour of our day once a week, maybe, where you're trying to sharpen the axe. That's what accountability does. Mm-hmm. If you're in a group, or even in the Facebook groups, and you're in a discussion that's not really helping you, you know, maybe somebody's going off and complaining about one of the pay-to-play sites or complaining about one of their clients or how they experience this, that's not helping me grow my business. And I can't help you with that. I can't change your client. I can't make them act differently. Right. But if we get in a conversation of, hey, how would you do this? What would you do in this situation? How would you interact with a client who needs this or who is, has this issue? Then you're sharpening the ax. Then we're helping each other get better at running our business better at client interaction, better at performance, better at marketing, at whatever it is that your business needs to improve in. And we need to improve in all parts of our business, right? That's what we, that's what we need in this accountability group. Yeah, right? exactly. And, and you need to look for um, the diversity of the people, uh, a different level of knowledge, a different level of experience. Maybe they've been in the business not 10 years longer than you, but maybe a year they have picked up some stuff in the last 12 months they can share and help you with it so you don't have to, you know, go through that. Um, what do they offer that's different than what you offer? Right. Um, can they be a trusted soundboard for you? Because there'll be times, you know, I may, it may either be Jake or Alden. I'll say, just take a listen to this. What do you think? You know, maybe one of them, not both, because this is more similar to this or that, you know, and we do that and we have that trust in each other that, you know, hey, I I moved my studio out here in this new room. Is my sound okay? Do Do you guys hear anything crazy in that? And you've got to have somebody you can go to quick that'll respond to you and, and, and all of that. And, and kind of let me flip back to, we were talking about community uh, earlier. Networking um, is so, so, so important, not just tied to your accountability, but all the networking that we do or need to do inside the community and outside the community. So we're holding each other accountable for that outside the community networking through our marketing and then we also, on the internal, we talk about maybe if we've been to a conference, who we met, what we learned from the conference. We can share that if one of the three of us goes. And again, we're not giving away 
coaching secrets or things like that, which I just, I truly believe. And I want to keep saying that because there was an instance that came up after VO Atlanta that there was a, you know, I think a post and I can't remember who posted it, but something about people sharing things out of X sessions and blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't, you shouldn't do that. You paid, you paid $199 to learn that. That's for you. That's your knowledge. If, if Alden wants that, he, and, and he asked, how was it? It was fantastic. You should go. Yeah. But I shouldn't sit down and go, all right, man, let's, let's book an hour together. Let's sit down and block an hour and I'll tell you everything they told me. <laughs> we don't do that. It's just not right. You know, it's like Colonel Sanders is not going to give you a secret recipe. You know, it doesn't work that way. But everything else, man, we're just constantly sharing, networking, you know, working on how can we help each other and make something better. And like we said, celebrating the victories and and putting salve on the wounds when things don't go our way. We all get down from week to week. You know, mm-hmm. it was, yeah. I can't remember three, three, four weeks ago, uh, Alden was down. We had to, we had to lift him up. We had to get after him. A couple yeah. of weeks ago, I was down. I had a fantastic um, uh, April for two weeks or two and a half weeks, and then it died. But then I had to realize, well, I'm okay. The first half of it did enough to take care of the whole month. Yeah, but I was down because the action stopped, and we mm-hmm. continually are lifting each other up. You have to do that. Well, building a business of any kind, it's a, I mean, it takes a lot of perseverance and endurance, right? But when you are selling yourself, then every no is is not it's not like yeah you rejected this widget okay I'll move on to the next guy no you rejected me <laughs> right so yeah. you, it's Just easy it to let it yeah it's takes and, a while. and when you have to take a hundred of those a day you know to get one in a week oh man <laughs> yeah it can really beat it's you tough. up it can really beat you up and the middle game is one hundred percent real it's it's hard and yeah. so interacting with yeah. peers who are going through the same thing, you get it and I get it. So we know how to spur each other on. We know how to say, listen, it's just, it's just a day. It's just a setback. You know, it's just a, right. and, uh, and, and I need that. And, uh, I am happy to offer that. Yeah. Are you guys learning as we go along? I mean, we've been doing this for a little while. Um, you know, not 10, 15 years, but, you know, especially the first year you're on a uh, a voices.com voice one two three you tend to look at it five six times a day did anybody give me a short list you know where am i at are they listening to my auditions are you to the point now to where maybe you'll check it every now and then you know maybe you don't where are you guys at with that um i'm gonna i gotta tell you i mean like just because you know, you guys have say you have some down, you know, couple of weeks. I feel like I've just been having like a down nine months or so. I mean, like, yeah, I've booked a couple of things, but it's not been anywhere near the success I saw in 20, 2020 and 2021. Uh, and it just all kind of spiraled out in 2022. So that's when I realized I had to do the marketing thing. But I'm still at the point where like, if I step away from my computer, I come back and one of the first things I do is refresh my statistics page on voices to see if there's a new shortlist on there or something. I mean, mm-hmm. and that's just so I can be aware of what it is. But, you know, it's like when you see when you get the shortlist or when you when you get a warm response, anything like that, it's like it's almost like it's a little high for a second. It's like, OK, someone someone likes me. I don't suck as bad as I thought I did. And then, but then you see the mm-hmm. job completed and you're like, well, there goes that, you know. So I, right. that is definitely something that I struggle with. But it, but to answer your question, yeah, I mean, I, I'm still I still check it, you know, fairly often. And I've been like I said, I'm in my fourth year of at least being on the website. So 
Uh, right. Definitely something I struggle with. I mean, like there are times I'm able to just kind of like send, you know, send the audition and forget it and then be pleasantly surprised later. Yeah, but right. I mean, uh, until until things like pick up for me and, and, and what I'm doing and whatnot, I think I'm always going to kind of be curious as to what's going on. Yeah. It's yeah. like an endorphin rush, right? Mm-hmm. When you see that little green thumbs up. Yep. It's an, I mean, it's a rush of endorphins right. and, I, and right. yeah, I, I, I am not ashamed to say I'm Alden and I am an addicted to that endorphin <laughs> rush yeah. when I see that green thumbs up. However, <laughs> I will say, uh, yeah, I am a little proud of myself that my app, my voices.com app, uh, logged me out and I couldn't remember my password. So I didn't log into it for about a week on my oh, phone wow. to, you know, cause that's where you go. You're when oh, you're, yeah. Yeah. Oh, how, that audition I did, I, I nailed that. They haven't listened yet. What? Yeah. I'll be in Target and checking that thing, man. Yeah. Walking down the aisles like, okay, yeah. I need milk and bread and uh, oh, shortlist. Yeah, but yeah. I, th- but I think as you're, as you're saying that, Jake, and I know for me, in the long run, it is an endorphin rush when you get the green thumbs up, but when you don't, man, oh. it, you don't need that kind of that kind of sadness in your life, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think I've gotten numb to it. I don't yeah, know why so. or how. I've just gotten numb to it. I, I will I do look at it at night, uh, on my phone just real quick. I'll I'll look at the the ones that I answered and just to see how many of them maybe got listened to and if I happen to get a thumbs up. But I'm almost to the point anymore if I stay busy and focused enough with with the other things that I have to do and the current clients and the marketing and all that, if I knock out the auditions early and I get, you know, do work and, and get stuff done. And I'm learning as I've been in this longer, if I'm going and get the work done instead of saying, well, let me wait till one, one thirty or two, cause I've got all day, but if I'll mm-hmm. go ahead and knock stuff out, then about sometimes two or two thirty, I can go, all right, I'm caught up. I'm done. Let's go. You know, I'm, I'm going to go outside. I'm going to work on my mental health. I'm going to go breathe. Yep. I'm going to go yep. weed eat, mow the grass, get away from it. And you've got to get away from it sometime. And that's another part of this accountability is you got to encourage each other to, you know, Jake said he's going to a ball game today. Heck yeah, that's great. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know I, I've, I have made it a, a thing this week that if I'm caught up and done at one thirty or two, I'm, I'm outside, you know, the weather's been great. Our air conditioning's out. I might as well be outside, you know, until mm-hmm. they fix it. Then yeah. I won't want to go outside when it gets up <laughs> yeah. to a hundred, right. but, but, um, let let's give everybody some uh, some advice on how to get your accountability group or tribe going, and what's you know where do you find somebody that can help you? Well, I, I think, think yeah, oh, I think you can find that in the in the Facebook groups you know you're, that you're in. You can mm-hmm. find who's responding to stuff. Who who do you see that's helping others? That's that's giving, right? Mm-hmm. And then start to give back. Start to give back in those communities as well. And those those people are going to rise to the top. Like like you said, Troy, we didn't we didn't say, hey you, hey you, let's start meeting. That's not right. really how that happened. You know, we we would talk each to each other on a messaging app, and then you know I wouldn't hear from you for a couple of weeks, and then I'd hit you back on something, and and right. like last fall, ask you, I I have waited too long for another coach. Hey, do, who do you have in mind? Who who have you used? Mm-hmm. And, you know, so we can hit each other back and forth on that. But find out who is giving themselves away, helping others, and then go do the same thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, we we merged into this because we were in another group that had a lot more people in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
and we were hearing, like you said earlier, there were a lot of other discussions going on. And we thought, are we, are, you know, maybe we need something more pinpointed, yeah, more yeah. accurate Focused. as mm-hmm. to what we want to focus on. And that's what we did here. Not saying the other group was bad or wrong. Right, I, mean, I right. still go, well, I still go to it because absolutely. I enjoy the interaction, but it's the thing of we are really drilling into things. You know, maybe for so many weeks, we're really drilling into our uh, email content and what we're sending out and what are we getting Mm -hmm. back? And is this working? Is that working? And, you know, we might drill into audio. We might drill into this or that, you know, and and I think that's key. Jake, how do you find people? I mean, I was going to say, I mean, like Alden made excellent points. And like, as far as us meeting up, that's pretty much the same thing too. I mean, I think I shot you a couple questions on Facebook Messenger over the course of a month or two. And like I said, wouldn't, you know, we wouldn't talk for a while, but then, you know, we'd always end up, you know, coming back at certain points. But I think if you're someone who doesn't know how to start interacting with somebody, think about what you want to fix first or say fix first. Think about what you want to focus on first. Go to that Facebook group, make a post with that question. Hey. Uh, what's your guys' best advice for whatever that might be, like for helping my room sound or, you know, who should I start targeting if I'm going to do some email marketing? See who responds. Maybe you'll get a couple of responses. If that's the case, maybe reach out to those couple of people who tried to provide value and say, would you be interested in just meeting for 30 minutes on a t- every other Tuesday or whatever that looks like for you? Just put feelers out there. Don't be afraid to one, not get a response because at the end of the day, the, this VO, the VO community is very, very inclusive for the, for the, for the most part. So I I wouldn't doubt that you either one, be invited to an existing one or find a couple people that are like, you know what? I don't have that myself. Why don't we go ahead and start doing that and Mm -hmm. and see where we can, uh, you know, start and then go from there. Uh, again, don't make it complicated, you know, focus on what you want to fix first. And I guarantee you, you'll find people who are kind of in the same boat or someone that's already been there. And they're like, Hey, I'm willing to help you out with this because I struggle with this. And I found that the easiest way to go about it is this way. There are, they are out there. They're willing to help. You just have to be willing to put yourself out there. And that's what you're doing in voiceover anyway, with your marketing, like you're putting yourself out there for a job. Now it's a lot easier to reach out to other people that are doing the same thing you're doing because they relate. You know, one of the things about not being in an office anymore is that I don't work with people. I'm in, I'm by myself. We've talked about that already today. This is your opportunity to create your own colleagues, to create your own work family, so to speak, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. So right. again, just believe in yourself and that you can bring something to the table and just know that you're not going to have all the answers, but you are going to be able to provide value when the time comes. Yeah, exactly. You Sometimes in this, like in anything else, and and uh, actually, the, oddly, the next VO Life podcast is about this subject of you don't you don't realize what you know at first, and you sure don't re- realize what you don't know. But then a couple of years later, you're all of a sudden going, you're the one answering the questions, or you're the one that has some information and advice. And then obviously, you're like, crap, I'm I'm pretty knowledgeable in that. So that can apply in your accountability group. I kind of know this, and you kind of know this, and you kind of know this. So it's a good networking thing. The diversity, the knowledge, the time in the business, what you offer that's different, and what they offer that's different. And you really got to make sure that you don't clash personality-wise, because that can happen. Somebody can be overly aggressive or they uh, know it all or whatever, and you won't catch that at first, but feel your way through that as you interact with them before you invite them into an accountability group. And then 
you're in a situation where you got to cut ties with somebody and and next thing you know they're they're you know they could be talking about you in a facebook group you know you're such a jerk to work with it can happen and sure. i'm telling you social media can. can make or break you in a heartbeat you got to be really careful with a lot of that stuff yeah. guys we got any parting comments we want to uh, put on it anybody that sounds good. That's been a great discussion. Yeah, absolutely it has. <clears throat> good. Um, I enjoyed it as well. And and this being our first episode, you know, we're just kind of, you know, as my dad used to say, we're kicking the tires and trying to see what, you know, what comes of it yeah. and uh, we'll move <laughs> along. But if there's things out there you'd like us to talk about, if there's people you'd like us to eventually talk to, we're not really looking for as much of that up front, but we'll get into it. But we want to really follow what we're doing week by week by week. We're not really planning out uh, here's 15 topics we're going to cover in the next six months. <laughs> but what we're doing is whatever comes up with the three of us during a week or a two week span, we're going to say, Hey, we need to get that on the podcast. People yeah. will be interested to hear. Something it's to it's the real life stuff that we're dealing yeah. with. Yep, Guys, I enjoyed it. It's good to see you as always. And, uh, Same. you know, we, uh, we always have fun talking and we'll, we'll keep it up. Yep. Well, thanks for joining us on this first episode of uh, It's Another VO Podcast. I can't believe it. And uh, we're actually going to go work on our uh, intro now and try to get that ready for you. So we'll see you here in, in, a, in another week or two. Heck yeah. Thanks. You've been listening to It's Another VO Podcast. I'm Alden Schinnerberg. And I'm Jake the Snake. No, you are not. Settle down. All right, all right, all right. I'm Jake Sanders. And I'm Troy Holden. Join us weekly as we spill the beans about our challenges being full-time struggling voice actors. Yeah, and by the way, my girlfriend says you two better get it together, because uh, she doesn't want me carrying you two on this podcast. Sayeth the voiceover rookie himself, but be sure and join us on the next episode, because I guarantee it, Jake will do something worth hearing. And what do you mean by that? No, really, what does that mean? Do, do, let it go. It's all right. It's all right. Hey, where are you guys going? Hey, don't you kill the feed. Don't you dare kill the feed. Hey, where, where are you going, Alden? Troy, what are you... Are you... Come back! We hope you enjoyed this episode of It's Another VO Podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. You can also email us your questions to anothervopodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at anothervopodcast. See you next time. <laughs>